Today on the show, we've got a few more examples of some emotions that cited supporters feel but may not talk about. This is Life After Sight Loss Radio, Episode 66. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. Hey, if you're new to the program, welcome aboard. This is the place where we do product reviews. We talk life advice, emotional support, technology, relationships, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Thank you again for joining me this week. We're going to have a great time. We're talking to our sighted supporters this week. A lot of times, people that are losing their sight get a lot of focus, but there are people in their lives that we talk about called the sighted supporters who need some attention as well. So we're going to talk about some of those emotions they might be facing, but they don't really like to talk about for whatever reason. So we're going to talk about that. Plus, I've got a great blog post I'm going to recommend to you about is the word blind a bad word? Uh, spoiler alert. No, it's not. But there's a great blog post I want you to check out. So I got that as well. But before we jump into all the good stuff, just a reminder that you can find today's show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 066. Now, these show notes includes links, information, ways to subscribe, and get in touch with me. So make sure you hop on over to the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 066. So if you are a person who's got a family member who's losing their sight, let's say a spouse, a child, something like that, you are what I consider a sighted supporter. And probably just because I like alliteration, you know, the same letters at the beginning of the words. That's just me. Anyway, I call it a sighted supporter because it's a person whose life is directly impacted by sight loss. So it's not somebody who has a friend they knew 10 years ago. It's somebody whose life is directly impacted. Like I said, spouse, kid, parent, family member, something like that. And a lot of times, sighted supporters go through things, but they don't get the attention that the VIP gets because it's like, well, you're not the one losing your sight, so you don't get as much attention. But sighted supporters still go through a lot. Now, we've talked about emotions before and how they can, you know, experience these emotions but not want to talk about them for whatever reason. So I've got a few more emotions that they might experience but not want to talk about. So let's go ahead and jump into just a few of those emotions right now. Now, the first one is fear. Now, I don't know if this is so much an emotion like, you know, happy or sad or mad or whatever, but fear is one of those things that sighted supporters experience. Now, why would they experience fear? Well, I know from my wife's vantage point, uh, she has talked about before, you know, it's kind of something where it's fearful you going out on your own and there's a little bit of timidity there. It's like, I'm not really sure about this, you know, that sort of thing. And the reason they don't like to talk about it is because other people will tell them, so you know, what What are you, you're being a parent to your spouse or whatever, you're, you're afraid for them, or are you saying you don't believe in what they can do, or you don't believe in their skills or whatever, and it's like, that's, no, not at all, like, that's, that's not it at all, it's kind of like being fearful for your kids to go out into the world, do you believe they can do it? Absolutely, 100%, but there's still that, you know, level of fear, you know, fear that when somebody sees you with a white cane, they're gonna, you know, try to rob you or something like that, you know, there's all these fears that happen 
happen because, you know, if you're a sighted supporter who has never experienced a visually impaired person, there are just so many things that you think about that you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, you've never experienced it, so all these things just run through your mind. So sighted supporters can really face this level of fear, not only for their visually impaired person, but also a level of fear for their life. You know, I'm, I'm scared that my life's not going to be the same. I'm scared that I'm not going to know what to do. I'm scared that I'm not going to say the right things or I'm going to make them upset or whatever. So a lot of fear comes up, but one, they might not label it as fear, and two, they might not ever talk about it because they don't want to be judged for, you know, feeling like they're VIP can't do anything. It's like that's that's not even close to what I'm thinking. But they might not want people to be like, well, you shouldn't be afraid or, you, you know, whatever. It's just like, look, I, I forget it. I'm just not even going to talk about it. And then they deal with fear. So fear can definitely be one of those things that sighted supporters deal with, but they don't talk about. The next thing is sighted supporters face but may, may not talk about is sorrow. Now, I use the word sorrow kind of as a blanket statement. You could call it depression. You could call it sadness. You call it a lot of things. The reason I choose sorrow is because it, it invokes more emotion than I think being sad. Like, I'm sad. Oh, okay. But sorrow is like this, oh, you know. But I don't use the word depression here specifically because depression brings a lot of connotation. And, you know, depression can be a very real clinical issue that, you know, you have to have dealt with in a lot of different ways. But we're not talking, we're just talking about that level of sorrow. You know, that level where you walk around your house and for some reason you just, you don't know why things aren't great. You know, everything's fine. Everything's sort of normal, if you will. But you just feel a sense of sadness that's more than just being like, I'm sad. You know, it's that, that, that sorrow that affects all your other emotions. Like even during the happy times, you're still a little like, hmm, you know, even during moments of excitement, it's still like, uh, I'm not sure. And again, that can be depression. And, and you want to check that out. Go to your doctor and talk to professionals about that. But sorrow can just be one of those like overarching things in your life. And sighted supporters don't want to, you know, talk about, oh, I'm feeling sorrow because if their person in their life has experienced something great, like, oh, I achieved this, it's great, they want to be happy for them. Now, inside, they might be feeling like, I don't know why I'm not happy. I just, I'm feeling sorrowful. And they don't want to mention that because they're like, I should be happy right now. I should be excited. Why am I not? And so if I, I should be, then I'm just going to fake it and tell people I am or whatever. You know, They don't want people to be like, what's wrong with you? Why are you not happy? Or why why are you sad? You're not the one losing your sight. Why are you so sad? You shouldn't be so sad. I mean, that's that's the kind of thing they're fearing getting is sadness but people saying that you shouldn't be the one that's sad because you're not the one losing your sight. And I, don't, I just don't think that's fair, you know, because everybody goes through their own thing in their own way, in their own time, and they have things to face, and it's just not fair. So sorrow can definitely be one of those overarching things. And I think, again, it can fall into depression. And if you feel like you're facing depression, I'm talking about like, debilitating, can't go to work in the morning kind of depression, you need to talk to somebody. If you're a sighted supporter who's been dealing with, uh, you know, your spouse or kid losing their sight and it's just really affecting you, you definitely need to go visit someone, your family doctor, a uh, counselor, a therapist, something like that. Talk to somebody because you want to go ahead and sort of cut that off the pass. I'm not saying you're going to be happy tomorrow, but you want to deal with that because sorrow, that overarching sorrow can really affect your life. But when it starts to leak into depression, man, that can really be bad. But sorrow is definitely one of those things that sighted supporters probably feel but don't like to talk about. 
And finally, one of the things that Sidus supporters might feel but not mention is this idea of being discontent or discontentment. You see, in life, we want to be content. We can't always be happy. We don't always want to be sad. Things aren't always up. Things aren't always down. We want to find that balance, and I use the word being content. I use that word because being content means I am satisfied with where I'm at. Uh, Yes, my life isn't always amazing, but it's not always horrible, and I found contentment in all things. So it's kind of just a a forward progression, but sighted supporters might feel some discontentment. You know, it's like, I'm not satisfied with this. I'm just not satisfied with the way things are going. I'm not satisfied with my life, you know, because my spouse is now blind. My kids are blind. I'm, I'm feeling discontent. And again, they don't want to say that out loud because that can make them sound like they're not happy and they're going to bail and they don't want to do this anymore and all those sort of things. And people are going to attack them. Like, how dare you say that? Your spouse is blind. Your kids are blind. You're going to ditch them at this moment. It's like, that's not what I said. I, I'm just feeling this way and I don't know how to deal with it. And again, I think that's really the point here is that when you're feeling discontent, you're not sure how to deal with it because maybe you're not thinking I want to bail, but you're thinking something's got to give, something's got to change. And immediately you probably go to this idea that, well, I got to get rid of the person that's blind in my life. And that's not the case, but that can be the way it feels, especially if you're feeling discontent. And they don't share that because they don't want to get that, you know, sort of preach or sermon or message or lecture from people saying, well, you shouldn't feel that way because, gosh, that's so selfish or, gosh, I can't believe you. It's just like, look, this is the way I feel. I can't deny it. And I here it is. Boom. I <laughs> put it on the table. And I think, you know, that that's what it is. So discontentment can definitely be one of those things that they're feeling. So there you go, guys. Just three things that sighted supporters might be feeling. Now, let me go ahead and say this. Whether it's fear, sorrow, discontentment, or any other such thing, it's important to remember that we need to share those things. We need to share them with the people around us, mentors, uh, professionals, whomever we need to share it with. We need to get it out because if we don't, it'll only fester inside of us, and that is just not good. So we need to get those emotions out, whatever it is, anger, sadness, fear, whatever, get those things out. Because if you don't, it's just like the Coke bottle when you shake it up and you take the lid off and it's like and it sprays everywhere. That's not what you want. You want to deal with it. So if you're a sighted supporter and you're dealing with these or other emotions, find someone to talk to about it. Find someone just to just to vent and be like, here it is because this is the way I'm feeling and I got to get it out there. And, you know, it's probably not... Uh, it's not exactly what you think because sometimes you might be thinking, well, I got to ditch out on my family. And it's probably not that. But, you know, you are having those feelings. So make sure you find somebody in your life, professional, friend, mentor, whomever, someone who's not going to immediately judge you and say, fix these three things. They're just going to listen and help you walk through those feelings. Find somebody in your life and talk it out. One of my friends named Maria Johnson, a.k.a. The Girl Gone Blind, writes a blog at girlgoneblind.com, and she does a great job. She's been experiencing visual impairment for over the last five years. She actually shares the same disease I have, LHON, Labor's Hereditary Optic Neuropathy. We share a disease, you know, <laughs> we're special people. But anyway, she writes a great blog, and one of the more recent ones she's got is about this idea, is the word blind 
a negative thing? Is it a bad word? Now, obviously for me, and hopefully for you, it's not a bad word, but she shares a story how she was interacting with somebody she didn't know, and they were like, oh, I know somebody that's, uh, uh, you know, thing with the cane. It's like, what, blind? Is that is that what you're saying? Yes, I'm blind, that's what I'm saying. And so it's kind of like, were people afraid to say that word? And she writes just a great blog and, and gives her own spin and take on it, and Maria just does a great job. So I put a link to that blog post over in the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 066. Check out that blog post because Maria does a fantastic job and you can check out all of her other great posts there at girlgoneblind.com. So Maria, if you're listening, awesome job. Hopefully people will check it out because it's really, really great stuff. All right, now that I've had a chance to talk for a while, I want to hear from you. So, you know, feedback is fun, right? Yeah, feedback. So our question today is this. Which one of the things that I talked about today have you experienced the most, and how did you deal with it? Fear, sorrow, discontentment. How did you deal with it? Which one of those have you experienced the most? If you're a sighted supporter, I'd love to hear about it because... I'm sure that there are things that you've gone through and ways that you felt like coping with it, and I want to hear about it. So let me know, and you can do that a few different ways. You can email me, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at lifeaftersightloss.com. You can tweet me, and by the way, if you're still listening, I have changed my Twitter handle. Now, if you are following me on Twitter, you're still following me. I just changed the handle. It's at sightlosslife. Sight Loss Life. By the way, if you're dictating that, make sure you spell out S-I-G-H-T. So at Sight Loss Life, you can tweet me and you can leave me a voicemail. And the number to do that is 317-721-1027. Check out that voicemail line. Leave me that voicemail. I would love to hear from all of you guys because feedback is fun. All right, guys. We're just a few housekeeping items here. As always, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, you definitely need to do that. Ways to subscribe is very easy. Hop on over to the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 066, and there are buttons there for Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, subscribe on your Android phone. You can do that right there, so click on those buttons, subscribe. It's totally free, and make sure you don't miss another single episode of the podcast. Also, while you're surfing the World Wide Web, I'd love for you to leave a rating and review, especially in iTunes, because that lets people know what this podcast is all about, keeps up the ranks, you know, that sort of thing. I'd really appreciate a rating and review. Just, you know, give the star rating, whatever you think it is, and give the review. It, You know, again, this is your own personal opinion. I'm not begging you for five-star reviews. I'd just love to hear from you guys, and that's a great way to do it. So leave a rating and review. And finally, if you want to know more about this episode or any other episode or anything I do, I'm going to tell you one more time. Hop on over to the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 066. All the information there to get in touch with me, to subscribe to the podcast, my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Plus, you can check out all my other stuff, my videos, anything on the on the website, just ways to contact, all that stuff. Check out the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 066. And as always, remember that all the information found in today's episode is intended for informational and educational purposes only. If you're in need of professional, medical, or legal advice, please seek out a specialist in your area. Thank you so much for listening wherever you are. And until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. 
My name's Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com, and I'll see you in the next one.